Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. On today's podcast, we're going to be diving into another profit report. And this month, we're talking about September, which already feels like a million years ago, but still super relevant because... We think this is such a cool opportunity to not only reflect on our business and what it's done, but give you kind of a sneak peek into how this might apply to your business. And like I've said in the past, we are not going over traditional numbers like you are seeing in an income report because we feel like by doing that, going over line by line, all the dollars and cents that not only is it super overwhelming, but it leads to a lot of comparison. And we want you to learn and grow from this rather than feel like I have to be just like their business or not at all like my business. So with that in mind, we're going to go over what worked, what didn't, and talk about where the money came from and where the money left and what profit was left over at the end. So I'm excited to dive in. Yeah, we're going to be doing some comparisons to the previous month, which was August (laughs) by this point. So you can kind of see the differences and talk over some strategies. And then I think in the last profit plan that we went over, profit report, Abby kind of broke down some math for you guys on how to find profit and what the difference between like revenue and gross revenue and all that stuff. So if you want to like follow along, I would definitely start and listen with the August profit report, because we definitely do a little bit more of how you can do this too in your own business. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess if we're just going to jump straight in, let's talk a little bit about what we were working on as a company and then what that ultimately turned into in terms of revenue. Yeah. I had to ask you before we started because I literally don't remember what happened yesterday, let alone what did we do in this business last month. But a lot of stuff went down, actually. We were doing a lot of preparations for our upcoming summit, which you guys have heard about by now. We were also completely reworking a masterclass, a webinar training for our signature program. Mm -hmm. So 
redoing the outline, scheduling another live webinar, which we hadn't done a live webinar in like at least six months, probably longer. Oh yeah. And doing like an actual mini live launch. Yeah. Well, and the reasoning behind that, just to give you guys some background, is we've had this program for two years and some change. Mm-hmm. And we Almost have put it on Evergreen. So it was on Evergreen starting last year. And we've talked about the the bumps in the road with that and that like it was basically building a whole new business all over again, which would be what, the third or fourth time we've done that? 75. <laughs> and it's been a lot. It's been a lot of testing, a lot of tweaking, a lot of figuring out what works, figuring out what doesn't. And the cool slash not so great part <laughs> is that what works one month may not work six months later because of the market, because of who else is advertising at the same time, because of where you guys are in your life and what's going on in the world. So we've been feeling for a really long time with our signature program because it is so comprehensive and Mm -hmm. truly can take someone, and this isn't a pitch for the program, but can truly take someone from idea and conception of of lots of ideas into validating an offer and scaling it, launching it, creating content, automation systems, passive income, growing a team, and literally like everything in between. It is such a big program. And because of that, we had felt probably six months into even creating it, that it was a little difficult to market it because it could do so many things and it can and does do so many things for people that we kind of had to find a groove of, okay, what is the message here? What is the one thing, although people can take away thousands of things, what is the one thing that we're hoping to accomplish? And so just like you guys, like we have those conversations and sometimes those conversations last multiple years here in our business before we really settle on an answer. And I feel like we had finally done that after talking with a couple of our friends and it felt comfortable moving forward, kind of restructuring how we were talking about it. Yeah. Because all the things Emily mentioned, when you start talking about it from that perspective, it sounds like you're marketing to everyone, i.e. you're marketing to no one. And we had that problem occasionally. Like, I mean, sometimes it would work great. And sometimes people would be like, I don't know if this is for me. Yeah. And so narrowing down how we explain it, even though there is so much more to it, um, we've really kind of drilled it down into some very specific key results, i.e., we're going to take someone, whether they have an, a current idea or not, and get them to a full-time creative salary. So like you're going to make an income from your business. Like that's our goal. We want you to be full-time in your business. And we kind of drop all the the other stuff. Not that yeah. it's not going to happen. Not that it's not going to work for you. Like it will. But if we focused on that one message over and over and over and over again, then all of a sudden people who have a desire to take their business full-time or maybe they're already working on it full-time, but it's not paying them a full-time income, Yeah, they started paying attention. And yeah. so we reworked the webinar and we launched it publicly for a couple of reasons. One, we tend to do best when we're in front of an audience that's captive and excited. There's very few things we've recorded 
without a live audience, which is interesting yeah. because this podcast we've never recorded with a live audience. I know, but it's just so like it's different. We're just talking. <laughs> yeah, we're talking versus pitching, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we did it live twice before we put it back in our evergreen framework, so to speak. And there had been a lot of preparation up until this point. We had been talking about it at least six months, yeah. but had really paused because we were waiting for one summit to finish and have a gap before we started promoting the next one. Mm -hmm. And so September is just where that kind of fell. And we launched and it went really well. Mm -hmm. Our conversions were up significantly, probably I would say on average four and five times higher than they had been. Yeah. Which gave us a lot of confidence that the new webinar was working and was effective. Yeah. And that led to the number you guys are trying to get us to. <laughs> it led us to seeing 40% of our income from Strategy Academy in the month of September. Yeah. And that's a, a big jump from the month before. The month before it was 16%. Yeah. And like we had said, a lot, most of that was like reoccurring payments and things. Um, so to it. have it jump that significantly, yeah, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. I was very, very excited to see that. Another thing that I think is really cool to point out, just because like, I kind of forget this. I feel like Trello is like our middle child that we just like know is going to be fine because they have a big sibling and a baby sibling to take care of and they're all good, but gets ignored, but it like pulls its weight consistently time and time again. So last month we had Trello pull in, what was it? 20% of our profit. I think it was 24. 24. And, okay. and this time, this month it was 25. Which so, I think is so funny to me because Trello, if you guys aren't familiar, again, this is all going to sound like tiny hidden pitches, but it's not. I'm just explaining to you what we have. Or maybe it is sneakily deal with it. <laughs> so our program, Trello for Business, has been around since the dawn of time, I feel like. And very early on in our business. Very sure. early on. It's our $29 program that teaches you how to use the software Trello to plan and organize your day and set goals and do an editorial calendar and do a podcast workflow, like so many different things. It's incredible. It's 29 bucks. We talked about how in August... A $29 product made up 20% of our monthly revenue, which was insane. And so with Trello though, because it's been such a low price offer and it's been going so well on its own, it's never had any sort of live launch promotion, like no webinar, no challenge, no nothing. It's been mentioned obviously in a lot of places. We've definitely talked about it. But it's one of those weird things that like is just kind of like the glue that holds everything together. Well, every and we talked about last month that we do advertise Trello right. and for very specific reasons. We're basically getting leads. We're being paid to get leads in our company. Yeah. Um, and so it's not meant to be our cash cow. It's meant for us to showcase our value so that someone is like, oh, these girls mean business. Yeah. And if I learn so much from this $29 program, then I'm going to go on and learn 
significantly more in their higher price products. And that has proved time and time again, it works. I can think of at least three or four situations where we try to do a deep dive into our students. Like if someone signed up on Evergreen, what was their track? Like, how did they get to that point? What were the things they clicked? What are the things they did? Which by the way, it's a little creepy, the amount of information we can get. That being said, I would say almost every single person we did a deep dive into in the last month, they had bought Trello within the last 30 days. Yeah. Very and recent. so that's in the last seven days. Right. And then they can buy like something like Strategy Academy. Right. Now, one of the things I wanted to mention, I know we kind of moved on from SA, but the reason overall SA wasn't even more than it was, was because we reintroduced a lower price payment plan, mm-hmm. which means we sold quite a few, but we're going to see that profit drip out over the next year mm-hmm. rather than have a big spike in September. And yeah. we've played all the number games oh, yeah. you guys can think of. We've had and- the same conversations you all have had when you have asked in bigger groups or whatever, of like, what should I charge for this? Should I do a payment plan? Should I just make it be in full? Like, what do mm-hmm. I do? Mm-hmm. We've done it all. Well, and I'll tell you as much as much fun as those spikes are, consistently consistency Mm -hmm. has been it feels way better for us Mm -hmm. and so even though I love those spikes and they're so exhilarating I'd rather see a slow increase in revenue and profit over time yeah while it's a really steady kind of growth than those spikes because the problem with spikes is that you have desert, you, barren land in you between. You have dips. <laughs> you have these big things that go up that feel so good. And that slide back down makes you question everything. Yeah. And so yeah. and honestly, not like, to question everything. Well, and I think that's worth having a minute of discussion yeah. right here. I think that's a business decision based on your personality oh, that totally. you guys need to learn and decide for yourselves. There is no wrong way on pricing stuff. Literally. No. Literally no wrong way. I have seen people charge like a dollar entrance to test everything and then you can upgrade for a price and it's worked. I've seen people charge like $50,000 for stuff. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me right now? And it's worked and literally everything in between. Okay. So that part isn't the problem. But what Abby and I realized is that over time, we would have spikes. And what she means by spikes is like we would do a launch or we would run some sort of promotion and we would sell essay at full price and we would get in students and it would be, you know, 30K, 80K, 90K, like all of these big, sexy launches. And those would feel so fantastic. The high of that is unlike any other, truly. But then the next month, it's like nothing because you're not promoting it. And our brains could not work that if we made 80K this month, let's... It didn't make up for the disappointment. Right. Divide that out into eight months or whatever until you do another launch. We just... It did not feel good to us. Mm -hmm. And it started... Like when Abby was saying it, we questioned everything. We literally did. When there would be a dip, for some reason, our brains would just stop 
working and we would not see what was reality. And Mm -hmm. we would start to question everything about that Mm -hmm. product, about the launch, about our spend, about our business, about this, that, and the other. And that began to be really not healthy for us. And we started Mm -hmm. making decisions. And I'm not even sure entirely which decisions we've made that were in that space of fear. There have definitely been a lot of them. So many. So many. But like, we needed to put a stop to that. And so Mm -hmm. our answer for that is consistency, low, steady consistency that increases over time. It doesn't have to be low forever. But so if you're feeling that same kind of ickiness as well, truly consider if for your own business mental health, you need to do payment plans over a longer period of time just to provide you that monthly consistency, like truly consider it. It it kind of changed my life. Oh, for sure. And so now there is a risk. And so we had mm-hmm. the most interesting phone oh call God, yesterday. Are we talk about this? I'm oh. still sick to my stomach about it. So, okay. Let's talk real shit, guys. Okay. So we're running our business. Things are going. Now, one of the problems, I, I will say what I love and what I hate about Teachable real quick, because yeah. I love the platform for our students. It yeah. has served us so incredibly well. It's very intuitive. It's easy for people to navigate. We've worked with other products that are literally trash can worthy. Okay. (laughs) I could use much stronger words. Did you Uh, say trash can word? Is that worthy? Worthy. (laughs) Trash can can worthy. Okay. You just said trash can. (laughs) So we've worked with those products. And so for our students, it has been incredible. Now, Mm -hmm. even for the checkout process, It has never prevented someone from checking out. We've had very stable, it's consistently working. I think there was one time in the last four years where we were in the middle of the launch and they had it it down for 15 minutes and I was about to lose my mind. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. 15 minutes over the course of four years is probably okay. Yeah. Now, that being said... One of the things that has been frustrating as a numbers person, as a business owner, as someone who likes to see stability and someone who has products that are banking on the fact that people are going to continue their payment plans. Stack, right? (laughs) There is no current backend that showcases forecasted revenue. And what I mean by forecast and revenue is not like, oh, well, based on previous performance, you're going to make this number. I mean, that's great, but that's really like la-la land. What I want to know is the people that have basically, in essence, signed a digital contract with us, Uh they signed up for a payment plan in the terms and conditions they have agreed to pay for six months or 12 months or whatever. I want to know how many of those dollars are projected to come in every single month. And I don't have access to that report unless I have my assistant sit down for multiple hours Mm -hmm. and come up with a spreadsheet that may or may not be fully accurate. And that's really frustrating when I know that those numbers are like literally sitting on this like database shelf. And if they just showed them to me, it would be so much easier. But neither here nor there. I've told them that this bothers me. Well, the problem (laughs) that (laughs) we didn't even realize was a problem Because very purposefully, we've talked about before that we have given up our inbox. Again, mental health. 
relinquish those rights to people that we care and trust like our business with. Okay. And they are serving you guys well. They are acting on our behalf for customer service and all of those other things. Now, what happens is every time there's a failed payment, there's an email sent to our inbox. Yep. And a failed payment comes if your credit card expires, if for some reason your billing address changes, if that credit card got like shut down because of fraud risk on your bank's account and you just yeah. haven't updated it. Like it's all for 99% of the time, it's all for innocent reasons why a failed payment comes through. Yeah. And then there, I mean, there's the occasional person that's trying to like get out of a payment and they're deleting their info right. and yada that's yada. That's very rare though. That's definitely rare. But the thing that we didn't know was how much money that was. Well, so so what happens, let's, let's talk about the process a little bit more. Sure. So people sends an email to us and to the person that says, hey, your credit card failed. I, we're going to automatically try again in four days. So it gives them four days to update their card, fix the issue. It tells us that their first payment failed, that they're reaching out. So they reach out again, they try that exact same card or whatever card they updated, hopefully that they updated it. And if it fails again, we get another notification. And I don't know if it gets them two or three chances to update their card as in they run their payment three times. And if it fails three times, Teachable automatically removes that person from the program and the Mm -hmm. course um, and sends us an email, I'm sure. But what's happening, I think, in the inbox again, leading us to not know this information as well as we should is our inbox has definitely changed hands over the years. And I think we get that first email and our person in the inbox is like, okay, cool. Teachable is handling it. Like that's a teachable thing. They're going to try that card again. They're going to handle it. And then if we get that final notice, we, I think in the inbox, it maybe looks like that person is purposefully canceling and trying to leave. And so they just like, Mark that as like a student canceled. And then we have had no process to recover those after Teachable does what it does or even track those. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. So the the funny thing is we actually, this wasn't what the conversation was about. We were trying to figure out because we do have products that are being charged over a long period of time. And Mm -hmm. with Gold Crusher Club, which we haven't even got into, it's an annual membership for the most part. There are a few ways you can get in on a monthly membership, but for the most part, it's renewing annually. And that's that's a long time between when you sign up you initially buy and then you need to, so yeah. we were like, we need better because pro- we want to care for you guys. We're, yeah. we're not trying to like maliciously charge you when you no. signed up for something a year ago. We want to make sure we're reminding you of your payment yeah. and we because it are- will automatically renew you. You yeah. have to go in and decide. And so it's like, we need to be doing our job and making sure you're aware of that. Right. And so we were trying done. to figure out what are best practices that we can incorporate in our business to take care of our clients and customers. Mm-hmm. And keeping in mind that like, I know this sounds crazy, but we're not like, we're not like at a cash register, like, oh, let's rerun their card. Like it's all automatic. Okay. Right. So we're not even, and especially because there's a huge lack of reporting, Mm -hmm. we don't have access to, okay, these 10 people are going to renew this month. No, We have to manually export a ton of spreadsheets, attempt to turn that into something that's usable information. And so like, it's going to be a long process. We may not have this figured out until next year, which is super frustrating. I know for you guys, but also like extremely frustrating for us because the last thing we want is someone to be, oh, surprise, like you were charged. Here's Um, the $500 charge. So we're trying to figure all this stuff out and we were in the midst of it and we were trying to upload lists and Emily and I just looked at each other like, this is above our head. Like not like not, not because we don't care. Like we know what needs to go into place, but But in terms of think we're doing it right. Right. The setup was intense. And so we're like, there's gotta be a solution for retention. We gotta be able to figure something out. 
long story short, I had heard about a company a while ago called Gravy Solutions. <laughs> and I knew a bunch of our friends had already started For using their best business their, name ever. Yeah, gravy. It's just gravy. It's just gravy, guys. (laughs) Um, So a bunch of our friends had already started using their services. They like were at an event with our previous coach, like they're repping people that you guys know and love, like Jenna Kutcher and Amy Porterfield. Like they're they're working with very well known people in our industry. So I was like, okay, well, if they know a thing or two about bill payments and retention, then like let's jump on the phone with them. Now, here's where the thing got super disturbing really quickly. <laughs> so first of all, he's like, do you know how many failed payments you have a month? And I was like, Literally, no, 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 I don't. No. And then the he's like, well, way we can even get a guess is by searching those emails in our inbox and counting them. And that is, well, that's what we thought. Mm-hmm. Apparently there are reports we can pull through our payment processor. I didn't even know those existed nope. because you know what? We are still figuring out business just like you guys. <laughs> and we've been doing this a while, but this is a whole new world. You got to remember for yeah. the first year we were working with clients yeah. and every, also, uh, he told us that it's completely normal that we didn't know. So totally. like, no, for sure. Or not, I appreciate the support. For sure. But then he goes on to tell us, you know, for a business of your size, on average, you are probably losing around $4,000 a month in failed payments. Guys, if you add that up, that is well more than the salary of not just my first job, my first real job, but my second real job, like after I had got a $10,000 pay raise. So like $4,000 a month. And it could be more and it it could be less. But the problem is we didn't know. We didn't know. At all. And so all the, I feel like we went on this huge tangent, but all of this to say that is money that may or may not have been intentionally lost. Yep. And it's just walking out the door at this point, which yep. I mean, it makes sense. Can you think about how many times your card has oh, been yeah. exposed Mine to fraud? Yeah. Like, well, and even just like you move and like the billing zip, like there are some things I'm sure I still haven't changed that have like kept failing. Cause if it's not, so I was talking to my aunt about it who came over last night. Cause I was just still like, can you even believe this much money? We literally lost it last year. Like it's a fact it's gone. It's at least this much money. And she was just like beside herself. But she goes, yeah, if you, truly though, if you think about it, like she goes, the last notification I got of a failed payment that I acted quickly on was for my internet. She was like, Google Fiber messaged me and there was a failed payment. And I like figured it out within 20 minutes. She goes, anything else that I get, you just wait to do it when you get home or later or whatever. And you just forget. So So, long story short, I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea what that'll mean long term for our business or how much we'll end up recovering. That's a huge impact in our monthly profit, guys. Like that's why like we are now spending time fixing this. I feel like after this summit, Abby and I have talked a lot about like we're doing a lot of planning for next year and figuring out, but we're doing a lot of like back end systems correcting. Yeah. Well, and it's so, guys, it's a lot of work. Like evergreen sounds so dreamy. Passive sounds so dreamy. It is so Um, much tech. Like so much tech. It's like, well, and the problem is at some point we need to just straight up gets above your head, like by a a lot. 
Because I didn't get into business to figure out. No, I'm freaking head of active campaign. I don't want to do that. I don't know how this system works. (laughs) I mean, you do kind of. I do, but I don't want to know. (laughs) And exactly. Well, and I get that. And the thing is, I was talking to someone else in tech specifically. And I was like, you know, the summit's like a lot of work. Like we're prepping and working on all this stuff. And she was like, really? And I was like, girl, like there's so much to set up and there's a lot of tech in the background and we don't have anyone who works on tech. And she was like, you don't? And I said, no. Emily and I set up every sales page, every landing page, every email. Like that's still us years later. Every automation, tagging, forms, boxes, webinars, everything. And so we're still really in the weeds in our business. Yes, we don't answer every email, but that's like a small portion of what has to be done behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we got on a huge tangent here. Let's share more numbers. (laughs) Going back to what it's all about, we have a desire to continue to increase SA with the thought that this is not, we're not looking for spikes in revenue. We're looking for consistency in revenue. And if income is walking out the door, we are going to work on fixing that because that's money that we technically already earned and have the right to, Mm -hmm. but it it literally is just like, bye. Bye. (laughs) See ya. Never going to see me again. (laughs) Right. And so if Trello is acting as our lead gen, and it's getting people like interested and showcasing our value. And then they're getting into SA, but then only three to four months later, their card is failing. Like, hello, that mm-hmm. is a big problem when we have a 12 month payment plan. Yeah. And especially like, so we made this decision where we've only done one month or I guess going into two months now of promoting SA on this 12 month payment plan. But Abby was like, if this is what we're like encouraging people to do and sign up for, which means more people are going to take it, which means we're going to have more payment plans, which means we're going to have more failed payments, which means we're going to like lose more. And so like, we've got to create a solution before it becomes a bigger problem. Right. So the reason I bring that up is our, income could have been much higher, but we literally encourage payment plans because, and and this is a hard thing to understand unless you're like in the logic of a salesperson, which I don't necessarily love being in the logic of a salesperson. But when you're thinking about something else, let's think about something that we've all probably bought at some point. If you buy a car, you go in And some people will look at the sticker price and go, holy mackerel, that's a big investment, right? But a salesman who is demonstrating their value, but also attempting to increase their own margin, they're going to walk in and instead of saying, here's how much this car cost, they're going to say, it's this much down and this much a month. Now, That's not necessarily, I mean, some people might say that's manipulation, but in my mind, if it gets more people in the door learning and like working towards their goals, like that's my point. I don't want the price of my program to be the deterrent for them reaching their own goals. 
So like, we had a student last week who bought and she, I mentioned like that in less than a week, she had landed a client at $1,200. Now she's gone on to make two or three or 4,000 bucks in like a week and a half. And she came in on a payment plan. Now she has an option. She can go pay off her that amount if she wants, because obviously the program showed its value. But maybe she would have never bought in the first place if we didn't offer the payment plan. And so like that is what it's there for. But we're a business too. So you guys have to remember that this is like, we're not trying to manipulate people into buying things, but we're trying to give you an opportunity to come in. But then we also have to set up systems to make sure we're not losing it later. So now the third product in our lineup in terms of income was Gold Crusher Club. And this is just skating along at this point because how long has it been since we promoted Gold Crusher? More? Yeah, at least. Maybe Mm -hmm. more. So it's still bringing in 17% of our income, Mm -hmm. which is great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about expenses so that we can get to that profit number you guys are all curious about. (laughs) So remember last month that we had talked about advertising and that like ultimately our goal is to have advertising average about 30% of our total or our, if you're looking at revenue, we want to spend around 30% of our revenue on advertising. And then if that's what's happening, then we're getting a good return in general. And we are like so close <laughs> to our target. So last month we were over by a lot. Last month we were at 42% and we talked to you about how important it would be for us to get that number as close to 30 as possible. That being our target long-term. And the thing is like this number is variable. It's going to continue to change every month, but we like really doubled down <laughs> And we also did a lot of outward promotion. Like we were, we weren't just relying solely on advertising. We were also showing up in our DMs and we were sharing in our Facebook group and advertising over here, like advertising as in like us doing the legwork for it. And because of that, we saw a significant drop in our total advertising dollars, but also the percent we were spending. So we hit 31% this month, which to me is like right on where it needs to be, which I feel good about. Yeah, for sure. Now, contractors, on the other hand, went up. And I was like, at first I was like, why did it go up so much? And I started kind of panicking because we talked about 20% as our goal month over month. And we want to make sure that like, we are landing in that 20% so that we're like ha- running a healthy business. Okay. And so on average, it has been around 25%. Last month it was 24, but this month it jumped to 37. Ooh. And so I had like a momentary panic attack until I compared the two. And when I did, I noticed that we had a one time expense that bumped up our costs significantly, but it's one time. So then that was like, okay, we're not doing anything wrong. So what that meant is we were paying for video editing from our summit that was in August Mm -hmm. in September. Mm -hmm. So So we we had had a one contract in November for October. Yeah. 
Yeah. So this will continue to happen. Like as we have events or whatever, we will occasionally have one-time expenses with our contractors that fall on maybe a different month that the promotion happened. And so sometimes it'll mess with your overall profit because you're experiencing expense after you experience the income. And so that's what happened. We, we jumped from 24 to 37%. But I'm very confident that it'll go right back down. Same. And then our payroll was our third biggest expense at 16%. So with all of that said and done, I know we didn't get into the weeds with all the details, but we talked about a lot of other issues today. Our profit was fairly consistent. So we hit right around 10% this month. And I mean, we're still... We're heading towards we're 30. Heading we're heading 30, towards guys. <laughs> but, you know, like as much as I want it to be more, I'm like, you know, we got we got so many new people mm-hmm. in Strategy Academy and those will continue to come in. And as long as we're focused on making sure those don't end up failing, not, not to any fault of your right. own, then we're going to continue to see growth there. And so we're excited that we have our SA funnel back on. We're excited to be promoting that again. And our next summit is right around the corner. So it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the year goes. Yeah. And if you want to go watch that webinar for SA and see the new updates to it, you can go register and pick in time that works for you at bossproject.com slash dream job. <laughs> oh my gosh. She thinks we own URLs that we don't own. We own so many that I'm like, oh, I'm just going to assume that we bought this one. No, it's just bossproject.com slash dream job. All one word. There's no spaces or dashes or anything. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.